Welcome back to the Cooper Now podcast. It's a slightly unusual episode uh, because it's a recording within a recording. Uh, the BBC have been in Cooper this week filming for an upcoming episode of My Kind of Town. The presenter of that show, Ian Hamilton, uh, is blind. And when we met with Ian and his team to discuss opportunities for filming, um, one thing Ian wanted to do was to try and uh, feature something that um, made people aware of the digital work that's being done and, and the work that Cooper now does. And so we came up with the idea of um, us recording the podcast and at the same time Ian joining us on that podcast and then, then filming some of that podcast, uh, which we managed to, to sort out. Now, we, we chose uh, Luvian's on Bonnygate, uh, the food and drink store, as um, as as our venue, um, for a number of reasons. One, um, because it's a great store in a business and one of the the, the longest established in town. Um, secondly, because for Ian to experience it, uh, we wanted him to be able to try produce, and that happens, uh, uh, which is good fun. Um, and thirdly, because of what's about to happen this weekend. So there's a a, a weekend of celebrations coming up in town um, to celebrate all things Cooper. Uh, lots of history and heritage elements to that, uh, but it kicks off on today, on the Friday, with uh, with a food and drink element, promoting food and drink trails that are in and around Cooper, and there are a series of food and drink trails that we helped to launch this year, seven of them, and each begins and ends in Cooper, but there's a specific one that is in, in the town itself and, and helps to showcase some 40 food and drink businesses in the town. Um, and all the other elements of the of the weekend that have been planned for many months by close to 30-odd uh, community groups um, also now coincide with a very different reason to, to come together this weekend, which is the commemoration um, and the commemoration um, of the, the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Um, so there's lots happening this weekend, uh, lots to celebrate as far as the community is concerned and a gathering of societies on the Sunday and all other things that are happening. But uh, but are coming together um, of people to to commemorate and and um, be part of be part of all that's happening, um, not just here but across the country and the world at the moment. So um, here's the podcast. It's a bit of a chop and change around because we had to edit things out where the BBC were filming things and stopping and starting on one or two occasions. So uh, that'll become clear. Um, apologies for the noises because we're recording next to a freezer and that will become clear. Um, but we hope you enjoy it. That's rolling. So we're back uh, for our next episode of the Coopernell podcast, episode 20, I believe it is. And we're at Luvian's. Anybody in Cooper's going to know Luvian's on Bonnygate. But we're delighted to have with us Ian Hamilton. Now, Ian's in town with the BBC, uh, has been here all week and is filming an upcoming episode of My Kind of Town. Ian, tell us a little bit about that. Well, the programme is we travel around Scotland and we visit various towns around the country, perhaps towns that are maybe not as profile perhaps as they should be. And we've come to Cooper, and this will be the fifth one in this current series. And it's been a great week, fantastic weather. Is the weather always like this here? It's so. always it's <laughs> always like this. The sun's been shining, and that's why I wanted you to come in here, because this is the place for ice cream. And, and the sun's day, shining. Where, where's better? Where's better than ice cream? So um, Emily and Christopher uh, are here at Luvian's, and um, it's over to you, Ian, because you need to make a choice. So Emily, Chris, talk, talk him through what flavours you've got. 
have loads of flavours here, all of them, I suppose all of them are Scottish and that they're all made right here on the premises, um, but we have all different flavours and given that our roots as a family are in Italy, I thought you might like to try a very Italian flavour and a very Scottish flavour. Sounds like a good idea to me. Alright, so we've got uh, an Italian lemon, uh, which is Sicilian um, flavour with dark chocolate and lemon and some orange. Uh -huh. Uh, and then we've got made a top secret recipe with a real iron brew, iron brew sorbet, which is about as Scottish as you can get, you isn't can't, it? You can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat that. So here we go. You pass it across. How do we get Pass that? it across for you. Okay. So you've got a wafer on the top of that. Oh, it's a wafer. On the top, yeah. so have I got to eat all this? Yeah. Oh, well, you've I think it. once you start, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> it won't last you long. That's your wafer. Mind you of your childhood, would it be? Yeah, it's lovely, by the way. I think in, in Glasgow they call iron brew ginger, don't they? Uh, they do they call it ginger. What do you ginger. call it here? Uh, juice. Iron, iron brew. Iron, iron brew. brew. It's called, uh, in Dundee they call it Arabara Scud. You ever heard that? Never. Bizarre, <laughs> yeah. Never heard that. Never heard that. Never heard that. Yeah, it was like, I wasn't convinced, I wasn't sure when you, you know, when you suggested it. Uh-huh. But I've got to confess, it's really nice. Good. It's very, it's very, very creamy. Isn't it? Yeah, proper really ice cream. Proper, proper ice cream. Proper ice cream. The trouble is, how do we, we're going to have a big gap in this program? I finish it and take the next one. <laughs> well, the next one's underneath cut, that one. Cut back, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. So you've got to get through that one. And if, you, get... if you go a bit closer to the cone, you'll get the, the Italian lemon. Oh, okay, here we, here we go. <laughs> this is a skill that maybe. Yeah. That's really nice as well. In a weird kind of way, I got a bit of each, and they kind of go together. Do they go together? Well, that, could be, that could be a new recipe Italian for Italian and Scottish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is the, the best combination. That's, that's a perfect blend, isn't it? <laughs> it is a perfect blend. Christopher, you were telling us that vanilla is the number one? Yes. That's the number one. Now, as a, as a, as a Devon boy of old, your, your clotted cream ice cream is my favourite. You talked, when we were just chatting a little bit earlier, you were talking about mint chocolate chip. Mm -hmm. And ice creams of a certain age, rum and raisin, I think. So where were you, where, where did you used to live? Where you used I, to live? I was in Lanarkshire, and rum and raisin, the local Italian ice cream maker, that was what they made. But according to Emily, I was just aging myself, and I suggested that. <laughs> Which wasn't, did exactly it, you, what you, did, you, did, you did it in a very delicate way, though, didn't you? You did it in a very delicate way. The height of diplomacy. <laughs> Generational, you said. <laughs> Which, which I jumped to the conclusion. It's a, it's a generational thing. <laughs> These guys have got adept at, you know, recognising perhaps what people might order mm -hmm. based on maybe just how old we both look. Yeah. Give a, give a guess when people come in, but they might... Absolutely. Honestly, I pride myself when somebody walks through the door. I mean, obviously, we've got our regulars and you know their order before they even get in. But a new customer, you can usually say, oh... I reckon that's a mint chocolate chef or oof, looks like a rum and raisin lady to me. And it, honestly, I, like, I never tell anyone because I'm, I'm here alone, but I always feel like saying, right, I bet you. And then nobody's there to sort of bask in the glory with me when I'm inevitably correct. <laughs> Well, we we had a little uh, we had a little video that's been running through this through the summer promoting Cooper, and um, we had to feature Luvian's ice cream in it. But my daughters were filmed eating it, and it was again on a sunny day, and they took slightly too long and kept messing up. So they had another ice cream, and then another one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting this wrong, aren't I? Yeah, you're just yeah. You should you should be saying no. Take two, take two. We need Maybe we need more here. Early enough. There's actually a photo on our website. Um, 
and it was in the Courier at the time, it was in the local paper at the time, um, I guess a promotional picture, but it's my, my father, who makes the ice cream still, um, standing at the front of this shop with me in his arms, and I was about maybe somewhere between 1 and 18 months, little chubby baby, massive cheeks, <laughs> with a face full of ice cream, and it was on all the papers, and uh, I think by the age of three, I was quite addicted to eating a whole ice cream without wasting a single drop. So. You've got perfect <laughs> So every, all of this is made here? Everything is made here, yep, by yep. my father and uh, Nicholas. And they look well. And actually, Christopher, in fairness, you've, you've started making ice cream since you came back to the yeah, fold. We tried to prize the secret recipe from Uncle Vince and he's slowly, slowly getting there. You managed he's it, He's giving yeah. me a few tips. No, not completely. Not completely, but he's can't, giving me some small tips. Can't tell him everything. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> What you need to do is come up with your own. Well, yeah, we're trying. We're, we're trying a few different uh, recipes myself and Emily. Are you? Um, so yeah, yeah, but, yeah, and it's well, some of them. Mars bar ice cream's gone down pretty well. Yeah. That they came up with. Yep. And the next one's going to be peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. All the American tunas. Ah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. of course, you guys are here as well as in St Andrews. Yep. Got another shop. So you've got another shop in St Andrews, which we we talked about. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. So um, so vanilla's number one. Mint chocolate chips popular. I'm just looking at these. You've got mango, sorbet, lemons. What's the special guest? Uh, so at the moment, our special guests are... Oh, um, the Italian lemon. First Italian lemon, which is what you had here. Which is in. what you've got here. Um, right. You're down to that one now. And I'm doing black cherry I'm doing, I'm doing really well here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, you just know. keep it going, you say. I'm I'm fine, just yeah. keep, you keep talking. <laughs> I'll keep eating. <laughs> I thought I'd better chat so you've got a chance to eat it. Yeah, it's great. It's very nice. very good. good. I mean, it's, a bit, it's, it's quite a foodie town, isn't it? Cooper is a foodie town, yeah, absolutely is. And actually, I was speaking to uh, this morning. I was actually chatting to uh, my uncle, our uncle, um, about sort of what the changes since they, so they came here in 1961. Um, obviously, that's a long time ago now, and the changes. And he said that actually, a lot, of course, a lot has changed, but a lot has stayed the same. And um, despite the high street changing a lot, and it used to be that everybody would come and socialise on the high street, and you know the kids would be sent to do their week messages and then the dog go for an ice cream somewhere or the dog go for a cup of tea somewhere in those days that doesn't happen anymore because there's the big supermarkets out of town and that sort of thing but there is still a wee bit of a you know there, there, are, there is a cafe scene there is still a sort of community spirit and, and people all still know each other and they said that you know they came here they've moved from my grandparents moved from Italy in the early 50s and they, first they went to um, Ayrshire uh, New Mills as they call it and they had a cafe there um, until 1961 and they came here and, and there were other Italian um, uh, families here there were other established Italian families that also had fish and chip shops and, yeah, yeah. and they, they did all help each other out and that kind of thing but actually they really did integrate and it wasn't sort of keeping themselves to themselves and they were just part of the Cooper life almost immediately they said the Cooper people were so welcoming of them um, and they were immediately part of the community and I think it helps that they had uh, and I've had, heard this from so many people when I speak to people when they first had the chip shop down in the Crossgate, the first thing everyone says was best chips in Cooper, but more importantly, best jukeboxes in Cooper. And apparently, ah, that was the thing. Box. That's what, yeah, ingratiated yeah. them to the locals. That's very a, good. Uh, that's yeah. where my dad met my mum. My mum uh, is a, a young lady, jumped up on the counter and sat there, and that's how she first uh, first started chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old Fox, my mum. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's where they met, yeah. The well, family secrets come out now. Yeah. Well, my mum and dad met in the chip shop as well. Uh, is that right? Yeah, my mum was. Is it, it's a big danger I'm going to end up with an ice cream headache here because I'm eating this so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Brain freeze. <laughs> Brain freeze. But you said you said about the food and drink. There's over there's over forty businesses in Cooper 
doing some kind of food and drink element to them. Now those are from shops through to cafes, restaurants, bistros, you guys. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's so there's over forty, and in fact we launched a um, we launched a, a food and drink trail series to help promote that around this and Northeast Five. So there's seven trails that are focused on here and begin and end here. But yeah, so there's 40 businesses in, in, in this one market town. I mean, you, get, you get a lot of theme towns in Scotland. Could it, could it be a food town, not just a digital town? Well, it could be a food town. It's been discussed by quite a lot of people because it's, it's not just the stuff here, but around here, you've got amazing farms and produce. Oh, we're so well pleased. Yeah. So, because, yeah, exactly, the farms. Fantastic, fantastic. Really still quite close to the sea. I mean, that's why it was a market town, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's so well placed for all that. Yeah, I think seafood the farmer's market that we have is brilliant as well. Yeah. Every, every second Saturday, the month. Which you're going to see on Saturday. Come to. Anyway, I'll edit all that out because it's yeah, all playing around. Please do. Um, but yeah, obviously you've got you know the smokers and everything there. But yeah. yeah, some lovely there's some lovely stuff there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great thing. And that's actually you can see that's a place where people socialise. It's a bit of a revival, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but all the stuff around it, and there's you know all the farmland around here is amazing, mm -hmm. amazing from soft fruits during the summer through to. As you said, you know, puddle up stuff. So, with so does the milk for your ice cream and the cream did that come yeah. locally? Used to, uh, yeah. Used yeah. To, uh, uh, it's now Sterling, so pretty close by. Ian, I wanted you to meet um, Emily and Chris because this is one of the longest established shops in town. You guys have been here for, is it 40 years next year? It will be. It'll be 40 years in December of next year. Now you shared some notes with me to say that I think you opened on Christmas Eve in 19... You know, my entire life 83? I've thought that, uh, but my uncle corrected me, it was actually the 23rd of December. 23rd of December. <laughs> so Ian, if you can come back next year on the 23rd, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some kind of celebration. Yeah, a party, I'm pretty sure there will be. <laughs> but when did you guys start working here? Well, not long after that. <laughs> so, so my dad opened this shop. Christmas Eve Eve, 1983. I'd been born in the July, um, so it's the same age as me, this shop. I was July 83. Um, and I have worked here like after school and on weekends since I was 13, 14. Okay. Um, and then I've gone off, done various, gone off to uni, come back, gone off and worked in New Zealand in a winery and in various Glasgow, similar setups to this, and then come back. I came back um, six years ago full time. Christopher's not long joined us, but a year now. Yeah, just a year I've been there. I was in Glasgow as well. Yeah. Um, for about 10, 11 years, then came back. So. That's good. Was it, was it a good place to come back to? Obviously, you wouldn't have come back, would you? Uh, Cooper I, itself. Mm. Sorry, Chris. No, you're going, you're going. I, I grew up here, loved it. You know, as a teenager, I thought, I need to go to the big city. Went, spent 14, 15 years in Glasgow, and then came back when I was pregnant with my second child, and it is a brilliant place to bring up children. Because we've got everything. We've got, you know, we've got countryside, we've got lots to do. It's just, it's so well placed. You go to the beach, you can get to Edinburgh easily, Dundee, Perth, Glasgow even. It's just, we're right in the middle of it all, aren't we? Yeah, I completely agree. I've, same with them, I've got a young family now as well, three kids, and uh, being back in Fife obviously it helps being close to parents for, uh, for childcare. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it's just a, it's a, a lovely place, and like you say, Everywhere else is just a stone's throw away, so you can go back and visit Edinburgh and it's, it's half an hour, 40 minutes on train. So We're without taking over a this podcast. No, you're in that. I have done this before, so I have taken over a podcast. It's absolutely, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. So I, I do apologise. I didn't want to take over your programme, so it's, 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 we're, we're doing fine. Um, I mean, my kind of town is about maybe visiting towns that are maybe sometimes bypassed, don't quite often maybe get the focus that they should do. Would you say that Cooper fits into that, that maybe it's a bit of a hidden secret for a lot of people? 
without a doubt. I think because we're so close to St Andrews. So, you know, I think some people would say we live in the shadow of St Andrews, but it's not true. You, you know, did. I did say <laughs> I, I said that, I'm afraid. It's completely different. It's got absolutely got its own charms. I mean, obviously St Andrews has the history, it's got university, it's got... You know, the, the traffic jams. Well, the traffic, yeah, <laughs> rubbish packing. <laughs> um, but we've got, I just think, we're so surrounded by beautiful woodlands and there is really a sense of community. And I think there's so much to do and see here. You know, we've got brilliant stuff for kids, great places to eat, like it's been mentioned. Love lots, still, even now, lots of independent um, shops, you know, likes of um, Nappy Pin and um, the fruit shop and Scots and loads of, you know, Places that have been here since even before us. Yeah, and even um, down to new businesses. And I know, I, I know, this is a podcast, so it doesn't really come across terribly well. But the glasses that you're wearing. Oh. <laughs> now, listen, this is just vanity talking, but I get compliments on these glasses every single so day. Them, obviously, I'm, for the listeners, don't realize I'm, I'm blind. They so I, are, I don't know what they look like. So could you describe them for me? Uh, yeah, 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 I can. They sort of come up at the sides in a very sort of old-fashioned way, but they're bright orange, uh, and they just they're so light and they're so and I just get compliments and they're from a wee tiny place called Okiali and Erin who's in Okiali just gives the best advice like she's just it's like shopping with your sister she's like oh no those don't suit no 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 and here try these ones and it's she's brilliant and that's one of the businesses in the town yep and it's open recently so it's, open, it's open within the last this year, year. it's yeah. open at the beginning of this year well just before Christmas but officially beginning of this year yep. so again um, the, the lady that runs it Erin she's worked in eyewear all of her life for other people, other opticians and so on and so forth. She saw the opportunity, she really liked Cooper, yep. wanted to open something different and yep. uh, it's great and to it's see. It's that too. kind of quirky business that really makes the town tick. Yep. My, my last guide dog, uh, what me into spec savers, I thought my, my guide dog's having a laugh here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that was very funny. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 That's very good. Okay. That's very good. Well listen, I've, we've really enjoyed having you join us on this podcast I know you've got lots of other things to do we're going to hopefully see you around town doing other bits as well and look out for the programme it'll be on I think in November beginning of December we will we will do that and we'll tell, we'll tell everybody that's on our channels about it when it's coming up as well but it's been great to meet you and um, thanks very much for popping into Luvians no, and thank you for the screen as well thanks Chris thank you take care thank you So that was that was Ian Hamilton and the and the uh, my kind of town crew have just have just left the building. Um, they've got other other bits to film in town. So I'm I'm here still with Emily and, and with Chris uh, from from Lubians. Now, Emily, you shared some notes before we did this podcast. I didn't know this. Lots of people locally might. But why is Luvians called Luvians? Because that's not the family name. It's not. And we actually quite often have people come in saying, "Was Mr. Luvian here? Mr. Luvian you have to break yeah. it to them gently. Uh, so Luvians was founded by my father and Christopher's father and their brother. So three brothers. And their names are Luigi. So L-U. Vincenzo. V-I. And Antonio. It's Luvian. And then the S is just for fun. Just the S <laughs> just gets stuck on at yeah, the end. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. And I've... I've, I've since reading through this I've shared that with a, a number of local people and they've all said really? Oh. I didn't know that I thought there was another family involved somewhere so yeah. so you are renowned for the ice cream we've just we've just experienced that now anybody that's been in the shop knows that it is it is as you've said a complete Aladdin's cave of unbelievable food drink produce drink is an enormous part of what you do absolutely 
Um, we just touched on se- chatting separately about the, the the whiskey event that you're running next year. I know it's sold out, but just tell our, our podcast listeners a little bit about that. Uh, yes, yeah, so the Fife Whiskey Festival. So we've been the official shop for the Fife Whiskey Festival um, every year since it started. Um, it's along with the Corn Exchange, and it's brilliant. It runs on... Um, well, the whole the festival is the Friday night, the Saturday and the Sunday. The Saturday is the actual tasting event where loads of different distilleries send people. You can taste their whiskies, you can buy it. It's a great day. There's always a, 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 a dinner the night before um, and then there's various different events on the Sunday and it's just, it brings so many new people to the town. It's a, a, a chance for locals to really get involved in something brilliant. It is a fantastic event, but it yeah. is sold out. So. It is, it's happily sold out. <laughs> but they are adding more events to the Sunday, so there's an opportunity to keep your eye on, the, on their website, on the yeah. Whiskey Festival website, because there are more events potentially being added. Yeah, brilliant, because yeah. I know it sold out really quickly, didn't it? Like within a week. Within a week, yeah. yeah. So I know as soon as, we, yeah, as soon as people would know about it, it, it was gone. Yeah. So that's, uh, and, and whiskey is a big part of what you do here. I'm just looking behind Chris here. There's like loads of miniatures. My mum, she loved miniatures. Um, but you've got a whole wall of whiskey behind us here. Whiskey's from everywhere. But we also discussed a little bit earlier, you've got your own bottling of, of some whiskies. Uh, we do. Yeah. So we do regular bottlings. So we will um, taste samples from casks from various facilities around Scotland. And when we find one we really like that we can't go past, we we bottle, we buy, we buy the cask, we put it in bottles and we sell it under our name um, and we say, we say uh, tasted love chosen by Luvians. This is um, very good, yeah, I clocked that one earlier, it looks yeah. very good, I must, I must get a bottle. So the, the, the family, as we touched on when you were discussing it with Ian, originally from Italy mm-hmm. and from, I'm not going to pronounce that. Be brave, go on. No. Go on. Cervaro. That is so close, is Cervaro. It? Oh, Cervaro. The town of the, Cervo is a deer. So it's kind okay. of the deer. So, and, and that's Across the valley from the famous Montecino Monastery. Exactly. I'm, I'm reading the notes there. Now, the population of, of the town that, where you're from is only 8, just over 8,000. Cooper's just under 10,000. So I guess it's not a dissimilar small town where you guys were from. It's not. It's not. And how often do you guys go back or do you go back? Or When we were younger, it was every, every summer. Summer, yeah. summer holidays. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, it. Yeah, summer yeah. holidays. Yeah, we'd drive over. Obviously, um, Uncle Vince, Emily's the oldest of, uh, of five daughters, so... His flights were a bit more expensive. He just got a big van and drove them over. Well, that means uh, we could bring on, you know, family exactly. olive oil, you know, yeah, we yeah, yeah. sausage yeah. and yeah. all that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But we all used to drive over and stay in that. That was, you know, six weeks of the holidays. Yeah. It was always one family in, in our nonno and nonna, so our grandparents' house. That they yeah. Had, which they still own, you know, our, yeah. our dads and, and uncles still own that house over there. So, yeah, yeah it was great, great memories growing up as, as kids. And you just got to kind of run around the countryside in Italy and it was brilliant. We always used to buy firecrackers from the local school and blow things up. Just the only boy of eleven cousins in this family. I'm the only boy. Ten girls and one boy. Yeah, I've got two sisters, eight cousins. They're all girls. And they're all girls. Wow. Yeah, it's been a tough paper round for Chris. So yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot. No, I'm in a household. Anyway, we won't go there. Yeah. So, so that's that's the Italian connection. Now, I've spotted a French connection in the shop here. So you, I've clocked the bottom. You mean Anne, French Anne, our office manager. No. Dom Perignon. Uh-huh. So Dom Perignon is, and I know this because we did a little piece on our blog uh, with the Twinning Association in Cooper. The town in France, where which was home to Dom Perignon, yeah. is twinned with Cooper. 
I did not know that. No, so I As think... purveyors of fine champagnes, we probably should have known yeah. that, but I did not know So that. I think we probably need to do something about that, don't we? We so, probably need to make like more people aware of that. Maybe have a little Dom Perignon event or do something where we can uh, celebrate the Cooper yeah, connection. Great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. no, and, and again... Perhaps we could nominate ourselves as ambassadors I think for you Cooper and go yeah, to yeah. champagne and... and so again, my, as we've experienced, my, my, my pronunciations aren't, aren't great. So it's, I think it's... Saint Menehaud or Saint Menehaud. Anyway, it's in northeast France. Um, I know one or two people that have been there. It's apparently it's a lovely little town, um, and there is a statue to Dom Perignon there. Um, maybe we should have a statue to Dom Perignon and Cooper. They yeah. say, I think we should. They say when Dom Perignon, by mistake, came, discovered champagne. Yeah. Uh, what the words that he said were, "I can taste the stars." Yeah, it's apparently what he said, which is yeah. exactly what it's like to drink champagne. Yeah, they do him a disservice because they said that he didn't invent it, but I think he did. Really. I think it's highly contested, but yeah. everyone wants to claim that. Yeah, really. yeah, I think exactly. it's it's probably a nicer explanation than some of them. So exactly. that's, that's so we'll that's stick good. With it. It's very so that's 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 so we've got you know we're in Scotland, we've we've visited Italy there, we've touched on France. Now along the counter here from where we're we're chatting, you've got your Dali stuff, yep. and there's an amazing array of stuff that you sell there, and that's from all over. Um, just explain to the listeners a little bit about because if you do walk in and you, you mentioned this but if you walk in people see either they see the ice cream or they see the drink they don't necessarily see the, the delicatessen so your delicatessen has an amazing collection of things just chat us through some of the stuff that you sell uh, yeah so cheese charcuterie with, with a focus on certainly Scotland because we like you know local produce we like to, we like to celebrate that but also I'd say Italy of course with the family backgrounds France, because you can't go past France for cheese, can you? So, yeah. Well, you've got to go through France to get to Italy. So that's, that's also it. true. And when you're bringing the van back... <laughs> that's it. You've got to be rude not to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit more space. That's it. We did used to stop with family in Paris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit more space. Yeah. Just cram a few things in Yeah, there. exactly. On the um, way back up. But, yeah, charcuterie, parmaham, you know, um, salamis, beautiful cheeses from, you know, ewe's milk and, and cow's milk and goat's milk. Um lovely handmade chocolates and of course all your biscuits and chutneys for cheese loads of gifts loads of sort of italian pantry staples you know your good quality pasta and various tomato products passata and things like that olive oil good balsamic vinegar um yeah and just loads of lovely little gifty treats you know especially at this time of year we start ramping up for christmas well i was going to say because christmas because you guys also do hampers don't you i we think do. for christmas so so when it comes to hampers. hampers so if anybody's listening and thinking hamper time time to think organize something and get it shipped yes, to somebody do it now yeah <laughs> do it now don't do it on christmas eve because we'll hate you <laughs> i seem to remember last christmas being in oh. here and you being slightly stressed that people were sort of phoning a couple of days before can you deliver a hamper to so-and-so um, and we do try to do it because we always try to be accommodating but that makes our life really hard yeah. So, on, and we touched on that, talking about delivery. Now, I know that you've said um, in your little notes that you shared with me that one of the USPs about the business is you go the extra mile, and that's literally the case. So through COVID, as a lot of businesses did, and through the pandemic in, in Cooper, a lot of businesses stepped up to the plate and started delivering locally. Now, you delivered a little bit before, but it became pretty fundamental to the to the business, and it's carried on, hasn't it? So you guys deliver... Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before before COVID, for any of us had heard of that word, we would do just here and there when requested, absolutely, just as you see, just to give good customer service, we would happily um, deliver to our customers. But when we had to close our doors and just do trades um, by over um, our web shop and yeah. over the phone, 
um, and a lot of people were shielding, weren't too nervous to come out, and we would deliver straight to their door, and you know that that got us through COVID. Um, and we always, we always, you know, really appreciate the support of our customers, new customers that came, but our core customers that didn't give up on us, and it really helped a family business survive what could have been totally catastrophic. And I know lots of others in the trades didn't survive it. Well, I don't think it's. I don't think it would be a surprise to say that it may have helped you survive, but I'm pretty sure it would have helped a lot of people out there survive. The fact that you were delivering to them. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know various people are like, Luvians are delivering, that's I mean, fantastic. I mean, you joke, but actually, seriously, you know, apart from the fact that for a lot of people, we were the only people they spoke to in a day, yeah. whether that was over the phone or, you know, when we delivered, but also... When, when the supermarkets weren't delivering, you know, we do have things like pasta and staples and yep. and we just, yeah, people were amazing. Yeah, I, I wasn't working here uh, during the first lockdown, it was, you know, start of 2020 and my dad does a lot of the deliveries and we're staying with my wife's in-laws just outside Falkland, so I got a lot of deliveries done to me and let me tell you, being stuck at home 24-7 with two... Two young kids. <laughs> the alcohol was essential. Not to, not to promote alcoholism please, in any way. Please drink responsibly. Please drink responsibly. But but yeah, yeah it yeah. was. It was a massive help in yeah. more reason one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I think, and again, it, it wasn't just you guys. I think lots of businesses in town really stepped up to it. Absolutely. And I know, I think at the time, we, we pulled together a little blog piece that started to share who was delivering what. Yeah. And we were being contacted by people from all over the UK saying, I've got an elderly relative in Cooper. I've got an elderly relative in Sirius. I've got an elderly relative. Who can we get this from? Yeah. Who can we get That's that lovely, from? Isn't it? And it, we were able I mean, to Audrey, share that. Over at, um, yeah, Audrey at Patterson's. They just did really yeah. stepped up to the mark. Yeah. And, you know, and there lots of people locally did that, and 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 you know what else we found was, obviously people were stranded. Yeah. So you know there was people around here, specifically lots of students in St Andrews who couldn't get home. Yeah. So we would have parents from lots of parents from Australia, America, Canada, who would phone us up or email or you know go on the website and say, look, my child's there, and they need to be pick me up a little reminder of home. Would you deliver a bottle of wine? Or we were also like I would go over and get, you know. I'd go to Audrey and get stuff from her and deliver for her yeah. as well and you know we'd do that and we'd yeah, share delivery and it was lovely and, and yeah it was just a we real did, sense of community was built I think we it? did have um, we did have uh, um, one I won't I won't name where they, <laughs> they weren't too far away from here mm-hmm. and they contacted us and said look our supermarket delivery is cancelled and we can't get fruit and veg you know where can we get fruit and veg and we messaged them back and said well you're about 40 yards from a fruit and veg shop which is Patterson's Oh, are we? So it was. It was. It was. A, it was a bit of an educational process to try and yeah. tell people actually this stuff, everything you want, it's already here. Is here. It's in the centre of town. Is, is right. Yeah. It, just yeah, just around the corner. So yeah, and I um, hope that's remembered. I do. I, I, yeah, I think. It, I think it had been. In mm-hmm. fact, well, I know I've spoken to a number of businesses who got into delivery, and they thought it would stop, but yeah. it hasn't. No, people we are, are still, still absolutely. People are still, yeah, we can get that, we can get that. And it's, um, you know, and that's probably a, a good thing because, you know, it's helping people who might be working from home or stuck at home or for oh, whatever yeah. reason. I mean, we've seen a big drop off because people are happy to be able to get out and oh, about yeah. again. Of course, they yes. want to walk down the street that's and see the, people. And... That's why the whiskey event sold out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolutely. Um, but a lot of our more vulnerable customers um, who either still don't feel confident to leave the house still because, of course, COVID is still around or, or maybe they're just... We can't, you know, yeah. they, 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 they're not so mobile or whatever, yeah. and we're still doing lo- And I think, you know, the delivery and, and during the COVID um, lockdown really awakened them to the fact that, that local businesses were willing to do this for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and so now we've got great reports with some of them. It's just, it's a lovely, it's a lovely thing that. Which is good. Now, we've, we're, we're coming to the end of the chat, um, and I was, it was great that Ian and the team were able to come in. 
Um, that was quite funny watching him eat that ice cream because he was he was really struggling with his with his brain freeze at one point. Oh, it was too big to look. So <laughs> and, uh, and 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 yeah, that's why I kept talking because I realised if I didn't keep talking, he was never going to finish the thing. So yeah, he'd still be here now. But anyway, he really enjoyed that. Um, so you're on Bonnie Gate. Lots and lots of people will know where you are. You're also in St Andrews, but. How, if people are listening to the podcast and they don't know how to get in touch with you, you've got your own website, yep. which, you, which you said, but you're also on social media. We'll add in, when we share this, we'll add in all the different accounts and stuff, but Absolutely. you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and da 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 All of those things. All our those website things. Is, it's literally me adding things all the time, so yeah. it's by no means like a comprehensive idea of what we sell in the shop. So what we'll see is... Come in. Browse it, yeah. but if there's ever anything that you don't see there that you want, give us a phone or yeah. come in and speak to us. Like we are really a friendly bunch. Yeah. And and even eat, just for, recommend it for anybody, anybody that loves food and drink, just come in. Yeah. Because it's the most amazing shop to browse and have a look around. And if you can walk out without spending money, uh, I think you'll struggle because <laughs> it's the mo- it's a it's a fantastic collection of everything. Yeah. Um, and just to chat to people who are so enthusiastic about food and drink, you know, we're from a family that likes to sit around the table, and mm. all of our stuff got brilliant stuff in here. And we, I mean, honestly, most of our days spent talking about food, not even necessarily to do with the shop, just what just we're going to cook for dinner. And yeah, yeah. You know, we and we love it, and we love to speak to people who share that enthusiasm. So, yeah. Yeah, by all means, drop so, in. So, Christopher, I'm going to put you, put you on the spot, and then Emily, yeah. Emily will have a few minutes to think about it, or a few seconds to think about it. Yeah. Of all the drinks that are here, if I was to say to you, you can have a glass of... <gasps> you wouldn't ask us to pick between our children! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hard. No, I know that's... I know that's so it's a bit I, I, of, it's, Yeah, I'm, I'm quite new here, so I've not tasted... Everything. everything. Not, not yet. Well, if you are, you, 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 you wouldn't right. be standing up. Oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> what, my, what have I... I tried. So there was a. My sister got married recently, and we tried. We had um, Le Dome, the two thousand and three. My dad cracked open a few bottles of that. Yeah. It's a red wine from Bordeaux, and it is absolutely delicious. Brilliant blend of Merlot and Cab Sauv, and obviously it's had what was that eighteen years in the bottle. Wow. So very privileged to try that. That's been my favourite wine I've tried from this shop so far. Fantastic. Emily? Uh, I am not going to choose one because I can't because it totally depends on the circumstances. We're getting to the end of summer but yeah. we've still got beautiful, yeah. you know, lovely warm days and... Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to change it slightly, okay, because okay. it's Thursday okay. today. We're recording this podcast. Right. It's now Friday. All right. Okay, it's... You've shut the shop. Yep. Yeah, you're going home. You need something. You just want a little drink on a Friday evening. What are you going to have? I have one or two things. Can I have two? You can have two. Because we have got a really lovely sparkling wine. It's only $13.99. Longwa, um, Longwa Cremant de Loire is made in the champagne method. It is satiny and elegant and delicious. And it is just the absolute perfect. When you don't want to spend champagne prices, but you want champagne, so that is a Friday night drink. Excellent. Uh, or... A Kintyre gin. <laughs> a Kintyre gin and tonic. Best jingle in. Right. I think on that uh, on that note, it, it isn't it isn't it isn't Friday, but it's it's we're getting towards Friday. I think I'm out. Yeah, we, we get, it's it's Thirsty Thursday. Oh, everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's Thirsty Thursday, which you kind of get to that point. Yeah, yeah, and need something. So I'd like to thank you both um, for and on behalf of Cooper now in the podcast. I think, as I said, I think it's our twentieth episode. Um, we're going to try and get this live as soon as possible. Once I've done some significant cutting and splicing from earlier, I don't quite know how that's going to work, but we'll get there. Um, but yeah. Thank you both very much and um, no doubt catch up soon. Lovely. Thanks very much for coming in. Good to see you.